Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Hey guys, welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast, or soon-to-be favorite podcast. I am Joey Valentine, and welcome to the show. Happy Memorial's Day. Memorial's Day? Happy Memorial Day, May 30th, 2022. Thank you to all of you who serve or have served for this great country. Hope everybody's having a wonderful weekend. Nice having a little three-day weekend. I am currently melting here in the Lone Star State, it is 100 degrees outside, and I do my shows without the air conditioning on because I like them to sound as clean as possible. So uh, for the next half hour, I'm going to melt, and you better appreciate it. Let's get right down to the first thing that's bothering the shit out of me, and that is no worries. I have said it before in many episodes about how much I hate the expression no worries, and yet you white people continue to say it again and again and it's making me crazy. It's not cool. It's not clever. My friends all think it's funny, like, that it aggravates me so much. And, you know, I know it's stupid. It shouldn't, but it does. And my friends, they love to, you know, they'll text me, and they'll say something, I'll go, oh, cool, thanks. Oh, no worries. Winky face. No worries. Smiling face. No worries. Crying, laughing face. Emoji. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm so clever. You ever meet one of these people who tells the same joke for like your entire life? You know, they uh, like every time they see you, it's the only thing they say because you only see them for a moment. Like maybe it's somebody you work with or somebody that is like, I don't know, involved with your family somehow, but you just only see every now and then and you know they're going to say it. I worked for Sprint like a long ass time ago. Not like in one of those little phone stores. Like I worked in one of their customer service call centers. And when we were in training, I had to do a mock phone call. And I was playing the customer. And one of the girls, you know, was playing the agent. And so uh, my, I got my script and my name was Mike Jones. Now, for those of you who don't know, in Houston, Texas, there's a very famous rapper. Oh, actually, he's famous all over the United States. But I mean, he's from H-Town. Mike Jones, you know, he's part of that uh, screwed and chopped crew. Mike Jones and Paul Wall, Chameleon Air, Zero, uh, Slim Thug. And Mike Jones's thing is that he always says Mike Jones. Like, that's what he's known for. He's known for, he's, he's not like that great of a rapper, but he is. But he's just, he, he'll, he'll write a verse. And then he'll say it like four times in a row. Like he'll repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And then he'll go, Mike Jones. That's his thing. Mike Jones. Okay. Well, everybody in Houston knows that. So, you know, I'm doing the mock call. Beep, beep. The girl goes, thank you for calling Sprint. My name is whatever her name was. Can I get your first and last name? And I go, Mike Jones. And the whole classroom erupts in laughter because they all get the joke. So I worked there for like six months, and there was this one guy, you know, a little bit slow. He called me Mike Jones the entire time I worked there, and I had to see him every single day. 
So I'd walk by him and he'd go, Mike Jones. And I'd be like, yeah, right. You know, in the beginning. And I was like, okay, he'll get tired of that soon enough. And every time, Mike Jones, Mike Jones. And then we got to the point to where like other people were commenting to me about it. You know, hey, uh, does he say that shit like every time he sees you? Because that's pretty annoying. And I'm like, yeah, he does. I saw him at the mall once, like all the way across the mall. He's like, Mike Jones. I had to go over to him and I was like, listen, bro. I think this joke has run its course, okay? It's Joey. Another funny thing about that job was that, okay, so it was like 99% black, okay? I was like the token white person in this job, all right? And it was mostly black females, which is awesome because I love black women. They love me, but they, they didn't all remember my name. No offense taken. But they all were convinced that I look just like Adam Sandler. Now, anytime someone gets mad about, like, they say some shit like, oh, I guess all black people look the same. Well, what about that? I don't look like Adam Sandler. Like, not even fucking close. And they, they, were, they were so convinced I looked just like Adam Sandler. Didn't take offense to it. I think it's funny. I understand. I am a white guy. I did not have a beard at the time. I had short brown hair. Where our employer was located, the call center, was by the Galleria. So you you were going to run into people you worked with. You had a call center full of like 500 people, and everybody just kind of navigated to that mall, either at lunch or after work. And so any time that I'd be at the Galleria, I'd hear, Adam! Yo, Adam! And at first I was like, you know, I hear, I hear this woman yelling the name Adam. I'm looking around, and then I realize it's like these two black women are yelling at him, and they're talking to me. And I'm like, hey, Chandra, uh, why are you yelling Adam at me? She's like, because you look like Adam Sandler, which I wish at the time, this was so long ago, I wish at the time I had taken the opportunity to be like, oh, so all white people look the same, huh? <laughs> but I was like, y'all crazy. <laughs> and so, yeah, they called me Adam all throughout me working there. Never actually learned my name. Didn't care. They would be like, I love your movies. <laughs> I didn't really say, um, I didn't really go, y'all so crazy. I never, like, changed the way I talk around black people. That's, I mean, it should be offensive, but for some reason it doesn't ever piss anyone off. I can't stand listening to white people trying to sound like black folk. My ex-wife, the devil, her best friend was black. And my ex-wife, the devil, spoke like a suburban white woman. But every single time that she got together with her best friend, black friend she all of a sudden became super hood like the second we go over to her house all the time the second we walk through the door she'd be like oh girl oh look uh-uh, no he didn't uh-uh. like, i'm not bullshitting like i like you may think that i'm telling the story and i'm exaggerating it for the pleasure of the listener no 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 no, no. i'm doing it just like she did she'd go oh girl and then she'd be like oh i talked to this girl you know, her friend would say, I talked to this girl at work and she said this. And then, you know, the devil would go, oh, no, she did. Oh, mm, girl, you said, I'm about to bust her upside her head. And I'd be like, come on, Beelzebub, will you please? I was like, do you not hear how you talk around her? That is so, like, you're such a fucking poser. Like, you don't talk like that. Like, is that the only way she knows how you talk? <laughs> I remember she went to jail one time for hitting me. And uh, she called me after she got released, and she was outside with some black girls. She had borrowed one of their cell phones to call me to come pick her up. Same shit. 
She was like, oh, I just got out of jail. Did you come get me? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just hanging outside having a squirrel. Yeah. Oh, girl, you're tripping. And I was like, why are you fucking talking like that? I said, there's black women around, isn't there? This is the only time you do that shit. I used to know so many white folks in Dallas who, after discovering in their teenage years a few rap bands, were all of a sudden, I'm talking about Richardson kids, Plano kids, grew up with wealthy, wealthy parents. These were Jamie Kennedy fucking Malibu's most wanted kids. And they'd come over and they'd be like, yeah, what's up, yeah, uh uh-huh. And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And they'd say the N-word constantly. I had this apartment in the woodlands right before my son was born, and there was this group of white kids that lived across from me. And they all they did was just sit on the porch and just bullshit all day. It was so uncomfortable to walk by them because they were poser-ass wannabe black people. Like, they wanted to be black. They wanted to be hood And they would sit on their porch all day long, and I could hear them, and they'd say the N-word so much, okay? They'd be like, yeah, N-word, and N-word this, and N-word that, right? And then, like, they had this one black friend, and, like, any time he was there, they never said it once. Not one fucking time did they ever say the N-word when he was there. But the second he left, it was like a bombardment. Posers, man. Big time posers. I can't, uh, I just can't with white folks trying to act like they, you know, like we black people have such a cool way of saying things and they have their, like their vocal cords are like genetically formed to say cool things and they sound cool. White folks have vocal cords that are genetically formed to say things like, oh my God and whatever and as if, okay, that's what our vocal cords were meant to. It's, yeah, we're all the same on the inside, but we have our little differences, and I'm acknowledging them. We should celebrate them. Black people hate blackface with good reason. It's a horribly offensive thing. Like, I used to not get that, okay? Because to me, like, when I was younger, I was just like, what, you know? He's dressing up as a black character, and he's putting on blackface. But then I started reading about things like Al Jolson and realizing that, like, it wasn't just that they were in blackface. It was that they portrayed African-Americans as stupid and clumsy and, you know, just idiotic. It was horribly offensive. And these white entertainers would would make complete careers out of this, you know, painting their faces black and their lips white. Even back then, people knew that shit was too much. Now, because of the times, no one was going to do anything about it. But now, yeah, I get it. I've never worn blackface. I've never even thought about it. Like, I went as Debo for Halloween one year, okay, because I have a beach cruiser. You know what a beach cruiser is? It's the bike that Debo's got in Friday, okay? It's like that smooth-ass fucking beach cruiser. I own one, okay? I bought it at Walmart. It's a legit beach cruiser. And I went as Debo for Halloween. I put on a flannel, buttoned it up, put on my dickies, put on some white socks with some slippers, I keep my head shaved anyway, well, I used to, and I went as the white Devo. They need to put blackface on. People go, what, who, who are you at? I said, I'm the white Devo. And they go, oh, that's fucking great, man. But I couldn't imagine now, man. Like, And what's funny is like with blackface, well, not funny, but what just blows my mind is that with blackface, it has happened so much in the media by so many famous people that have been called out on it that I can't believe it continues to fucking still happen. 
Like every year, there's one dumbass celebrity. Fucking count on it. Watch around Halloween time. A Twitter photo, uh, an Instagram photo is going to show up where a celebrity thinks it's so harmless to smear on brown paint and they're laughing. I don't know. Maybe their friends are like, well, nobody's going to care. No, it is like ruined careers. I don't understand how it continues to happen. I don't like celebrities have got to be the dumbest fucking people, man. They should have assistants assigned to them to tell them, hey, don't do that. <laughs> like, because the assistant's job getting paid will rely on the fact that the person stays relevant in the movie industry, right? Be like, let's put on some blackface and dress up as Destiny's Child. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's not. Okay. Let's go get you a little pippy long stocking outfit. You'll be nice and cute with your braids. And, okay. All right. Let's just not do the blackface thing. Okay. Racism doesn't surprise me anymore. It's things like that that surprise me. I know that we're never going to be able to end racism like 100%. That's just not possible. There's always going to be shitty people in this world. And if people want to go home and they want to fucking say racist things in the privacy of their own home and keep that shit to themselves, well, that's their right as an American to do that. I just don't understand how in 2022 people keep getting caught doing it, saying things, sending emails with racist stuff on it, saying racist things during sports games. Like, you just can't do that. You, you shouldn't do it, but you, God, how fucking dumb are you to think that you can possibly get away with that? And you know what? If in the heat of the moment you say some shit like that, you are fucking racist. I'm sorry. I don't have these sudden urges to, like, yell the N-word at black people. Like, if, if I've had arguments with black folks, like, in the grocery store, I've had arguments with black folks that are, you know, waiting on me or are a cashier. I had it out with this one woman at Walmart. She was the door person, okay? And she was a black female, and we got to yelling, okay, pretty fucking, like, loud at each other. And not once did it ever cross my mind to call her that word. Not before, not during, and not after, which I'd like to say I'm pretty proud of myself for that. Never crossed my mind. I wish I could have that one back. I was very, very belligerently drunk, and I was trying to return a chainsaw. I don't even remember what the argument was about, but she got to snapping her neck around, and I was like, ah. <laughs> Funny thing happened to me the other day. So you know how I'm always talking about the uh, Nerds Talking podcast that I love so much because those four guys are just hilarious, and they talk about nerdy shit, uh, and I will always promote them. They don't have to do anything for me. I, if you guys are listening, I don't care if you ever promote me again. I would like people to listen to you because it's good stuff. Nerds Talking Podcast, available on Spotify, probably everywhere else, too. Nice pop culture discussions, and they are genuinely funny. I've listened to a lot of podcasts with people that have collaborated with me, and I've listened to their podcasts, and they're garbage. Whereas this one, I actually go out of my way to listen to. I always work at the skating rink on Friday night. They put out a new episode every Friday, so I get to listen to it when I'm at the rink. So, my point being... This last Friday, I listened to the new episode, and the new episode is named after me. It's called, it's called the It's Joey, Not Johnny Valentine episode. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit. So, real quickly, getting into their episode for a Friday night, they start talking about Fat Guy Loves Cake and promoting me. Awesome. But they call me Johnny Valentine. 
and then they stay with that for a little while. At no point do they realize that they're calling me by the wrong name. In fact, they start talking in depth about how Johnny Valentine sounds like a lounge singer. And they're right. It does. They're like, well, that can't be his real name. Well, you're right. It's not. My real name is Joseph. I go by Joey. And my last name is Holiday. And my middle name is Fake. It's Joseph Fake Holiday. <laughs> it's French. You pronounce it Joseph Fake Holiday. But I go by Joey Valentine. So thanks a lot, guys, for calling me Johnny Valentine. <laughs> like, like a million times. Uh, it's, it's all good. It's no worries. Uh, no worries, guys. No worries at all. You know what I mean? I love your show. You're all that in a bag of chips. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, nerds talking. Check them out. Anyway, have you guys seen this Nextdoor app? By now, everyone has to have, right? I mean, there's even like websites devoted to the... Remember when Facebook started first getting big and like overtaking MySpace? Then it became like Facebook fails and Failbook and lame book and all these websites devoted to people doing dumb shit across social media well now next door has one and it's fucking hilarious see with facebook you could argue with people that you didn't know they don't know where you live they don't know where you're from they could try and guess you know but if you've got your information private but with next door you are literally signing into a website that only allows you to communicate with people in your own neighborhood so like i'm linked up to the entire city but mostly I just see posts from people who live within like three miles of me, like a three mile radius of my house. And that's fine. It's very cool. It's a very, it's a great concept. You know, you get to communicate with your neighbors, lost dogs, lost cats, garage sales. Uh, hey, I can't, my lawnmower's not working. Does anybody know how to fix a lawnmower? It's been very, very useful. Very, very useful. I've gotten some, a lot. I actually got a free Honda self-driven lawnmower from next door because I said, is anybody looking to sell a lawnmower? Cause mine had just broken. And this old man said, uh, I, I've got one in my shed. It's yours. If you want it. And I was like, holy shit, drove over there to pick it up. Sure enough, man, a Honda self-driven. Of course I didn't know. And neither did he, but it had a gigantic hornet's nest inside of it. I got it home. I gassed it up. I put some oil in it and I pulled that cord and it blew that fucking nest out the side. It shot it like a shotgun blast up against the side of my house. And there were thousands of hornets everywhere. And I'm running down the street like a little girl. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> Hate those fuckers. The stingy, stupid yellow jackets and hornets and wasps. I get them so bad around my house, man. They sting me. I've been stung so many times. Like, it doesn't even bother me anymore. Yeah, it hurts. It's you know it hurts for a little while, but then it goes away. I'm not allergic. It's not I don't know. It's not the worst thing in the world. I had a scorpion problem too. I've been stung so many times by scorpions. Gotten used to that too. But that scorpion sting is worse because it lingers for like a, an hour or two. Like it just keeps stinging. Like you're being stung over and over and over. It's it throbs. Anyhow, the the next door app, as I was <laughs> getting sidetracked from is here's what happened okay my mother my elderly mother has this dog okay this little white dog named max and max is like an escape artist okay little shit you cannot keep him in the house when mom's home the dog doesn't go anywhere but when she has to leave you know to go out of town or go to work she she leaves the dog in the house because it's uh you know it's hot outside 
runs the air conditioner for him. Well, she normally puts him in a dog carrier while she's gone, but it was so hot and she wanted him in her room with the air on. Well, he busted out through the air conditioner. And then I see this post on next door about my mom's dog. And it's like, oh, he's covered in fleas. And he was covered in fleas. But the day before, I saw my mom bathe this dog in the sink in the kitchen. This dog had a flea problem that she was addressing. They go out in the pasture a lot. There's nothing you can do about that. Fleas happen. This dog is treated like royalty. So this woman puts a picture of him up on the uh, on the next door app talking shit about how this poor dog running outside by himself covered in fleas. This owner doesn't deserve this dog. And then sure enough, like the whole town is on there sticking their fucking noses in, crucifying my mom online, my 75-year-old mother crucifying my mom online about how she's a terrible dog owner and all this. And I'm like, if my mom is such a terrible dog owner, like that dog has a collar with a phone number on it. That dog has a chip in case this happens. Oh man, I was hot. I got on there and I said, uh, I said, you goddamn judgmental assholes. I said, who the fuck do you people think you are? And I let loose with the, with the expletives. I don't know. I don't know what the policy is on next door with that, but I did it anyway. And I, I said, who the fuck do you people think you are? And I explained exactly what the situation was. I said, you people got nothing better to do than come on here and roast an old lady about her dog. And I got all these hearts and likes on my comment. And nobody, nobody responded except the author of the post. She, she said, I have a dog cage your mom can borrow if she'd like to. And that's it. Nobody said a fucking thing. And I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. I said, you should all be ashamed. That's what I put in bold, in all caps. I said, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. And what were they going to do? Come back at me with something? I should have known. I was expecting, like, you know, because with the internet, I was expecting some real clap back on that. You know, because people have absolutely no shame when it comes to being assholes on the internet. Fortunately, assholes like that don't live in my town. They're Mine are just regular assholes, not the kind that bully people. But I expected a little bit of clap back, you know, like, well, if your mother's elderly and blah, you know, whatever. But no, nothing. And I'm talking, there was like 50 different people, okay, had commented on this post, giving my mom shit about how bad of an owner she was. And not one of them had shit to say when I put them in their place. But that's the thing with the Nextdoor app. That's what it does, man. It gives people, like, nosy neighbors. That's nothing new. That's been around since the beginning of time. If you live within, you know, shouting distance of anyone, man, they're always in your business. I've known that since I was a child. Neighbors, always nosy, always want to know what you're up to. But now with this Nextdoor app, oh my God, you're giving, you're you're inviting your neighbors like right into your home. I don't post anything on Nextdoor like about my personal life. This is not Facebook. Okay, I don't get on there and go, Oh, look at my pretty house and my pretty cats. You know, I get on there and I go, oh, I've got a problem with my home. Something needs to be fixed. I got a plumbing problem. Anybody know a good plumber? That's about it, man. No, these people all day long. And this, where I live is, it's a, loose dogs are a huge problem. I don't know why. I don't know. I've never lived somewhere where so many fucking dogs just run free. But that's all you see on the next door app in my neighborhood. Dog found, found dog. Anybody know this dog? Well, let me tell you about an interesting post I came across the other day. This cracked me the fuck up. 
this woman posted again. This is a next door. This is not Facebook. I thought this one was supposed to be a little more wholesome. This woman posted that she looked over her fence into this back pasture behind her house, and there was a guy laying down in the field, looking up at his phone and whacking off. Okay, nothing shocking about it. I mean, the fact that she posted about it is kind of shocking, but nothing shocking about that. Men jack off, and he probably thought nobody was watching. I mean, he shouldn't be doing that. Sure, he's got a bathroom at home, but, you know, I'm not surprised is all I'm saying. I'm not, again, I'm not advocating that it's okay. It is not okay. You all know, if you're an experienced listener of Fat Guy Loves Cake, how much I think dicks should be covered at all times and kept in La Pantalones. Anyway, she posted that, and every response to it was nothing but women. Okay, so like the first 10 comments are women like, oh my God, call the police, or what does he look like, or where, what area was this in? Then the next set of comments is all men. It's nothing but emojis of laughing, okay? Like laughing faces. That's, that's what the men find, right? Again, no surprise there. So I commented. I said, wow, the women are aghast and the men are all giggling. Just me being clever. And uh, this woman responded to me and she said, nobody's laughing about this. You have a sick mind, all caps, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. And I responded to her and I said, I'm sorry. Forgive me for trying to bring a little humor into a post about jacking off. Like, don't fucking lecture me. The whole post is fucking inappropriate. This isn't next door for adults. Okay, this is next door. Anyone can join. And you're posting about jacking off, and I'm the sick one? I mean, she literally used the words jacking off. She didn't say he was exposing himself, which would have been the correct way to have phrased that. The family-friendly way to say a man was exposing himself in a field. That alerts children to stranger danger. But when you say jacking off, I mean, if you were, you wouldn't call the police and be like, there's a guy in my backyard and he's pulling his pud. I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, he's yanking his wank. Uh, can you be more specific? You know, he's giving himself a tune up. He's greasing his pole. He's jacking off. He's exposing himself. Oh, well, why didn't you just say that, lady? Well, I am going to wrap this one up. I hope everybody enjoyed their weekend and enjoyed this show. I'm sorry for getting to you late, but I pulled an all-weekender at the skating rink, and I was just, just too tired last night to even mess with it. So here I am. I'm the one who has to suffer because now it's hot and I'm cooking, and I cannot wait to turn this off and get the air back on. Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com if you would like to reach me for any reason. Give a hug to your veterans. Give a hug to your children. Don't wear blackface. I will see you on Wednesday. And you know the drill. Be nice. Yeah.
who crawling, still balling in the mix. It's that six six long dick slim nigga sticking your chick, pulling tricks, looking slick at all times when I'm flipping. Bar sipping, car dipping, Grant Wood grain gripping, still tipping on still four tipping on four rappers, four rollers, four rollers, four hoes, and no hackers, and no hackers, four blowing on that endo. GameCube, Nintendo, five percent tent, so you can't see up in my window. These niggas don't understand me, cause I'm boss hog on candy. Top down at Maxis with a big Glock 9 handy. Pieced up, creased up, stand dressed to impress. Big boss Bill Bucker under my Michelin S. Oh, Gucci shades up on my braids when I escalate. When I'm riding spree wheel, sliding like an escapade. I got it made, the big boss of the north. Ain't shit change, I still represent with your house. Huh? I'm tipping, wood grain, I'm gripping, catch me lying, switching with the paint dripping, turn your neck and your day ain't missing, me and Slim, we ain't tripping, I'm figure flipping and sir sipping, like do or die, I'm pole pimping, car stop, rims keep spinning, I'm flipping, drop with invisible tops, hoes bobble, my drop step out, I'm shaking the block with 418s, candy green with 11 screens, my gasoline always supreme, got dodo the brand with a pain of lean, it tastes grinding to be a king, it tastes grinding to be a king, first round drop piece, Coming. Who is Mike Jones coming? Slap shining with the grill and woman. Slap shining with the grill and woman. I'm Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones, the one and only. You can't clone me. Got a lot of haters and a lot of homies. Some friends and some phony. Back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all on me. Back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all on me. People's champ, my chain light up like a lamp. Cause now I'm back with the camp. I'm crawling similar to an ant. Cause I'm low to the earth. People's feelings get hurt when they figure out what I'm worth. I got 84s poking out at the club. I'm showing out. I'm a player, ain't no doubt. Hoes wanna know what I'm about. Biggest diamonds off in my mouth. Princess cuts all in my chain. Wood grain all in my range. Dripping stains when I switch lanes. Switch the name, it's still the same. Switch the house or switch the blast. Mike Jones, he running the game. And magnificent by this cash Michael Watts, he made me hot Hard work to me to the top Cheat ass to me to the lot He wrote a check and bought a drop I got the internet going nuts But T-Ferris got my back So now I'm holding my nuts It's Pow Wow, baby What you know about me? I'm on that 5-9 South Lee, baby Holla at me Ha, 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 ha.